Now the news, I'm Tian Yu. Hamas is set to release 14 Israeli hostages on the second day of a four-day truce. Going the other way, 42 Palestinian prisoners held in Israeli military jails will also be freed under the agreement. The first hostage prisoner exchange occurred on Friday. More humanitarian aid has been allowed to reach Gaza through the Rafah border crossing. Nearly 200 trucks of humanitarian aid entered Gaza on Friday. It was the largest convoy since the conflict erupted. Yasser Hakim reports. Humanitarian aid to Gaza has continued early in the morning of the second day of the truce. According to the ceasefire agreement, over 200 trucks carrying humanitarian assistance are being delivered daily to Gaza in addition to about 150,000 liters of diesel fuel and four truckloads of cooking gas through the Rafah border crossing. On Saturday, Israel and Hamas are expected to implement the second swap deal where Israeli hostages will be released in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. The border also witnessed the smooth release of the 13 Israeli hostages according to the truce agreement. They were escorted through the Red Cross into the border crossing and then taken to Israel. Ukrainian officials say five people were wounded in Kyiv during Russia's largest drone attack. Authorities also say 71 out of 75 drones were shut down. The attack cut electricity to dozens of residential buildings and over 100 facilities in the Ukrainian capital. A Chinese envoy has called for intergovernmental discussions at the International Atomic Energy Agency to address the proliferation risks posed by the AUKUS nuclear submarine deal. China's permanent representative to the IAEA said that the AUKUS collaboration has a serious impact on the security of the world and the Asia-Pacific region. Li Song also said the collaboration poses grave challenges to the international non-proliferation regime and the IAEA safeguard system. Under the trilateral AUKUS alliance, Australia will be able to build nuclear-powered submarines with technology provided by the United States and the United Kingdom. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi will attend a trilateral foreign minister's meeting between China, Japan and South Korea in Busan. The meeting will be held on Sunday. Jack Barton reports. Uh, We got to see the opening remarks between the delegations, the handshake. Uh, Certainly it seemed like a cordial atmosphere. There's a lot to talk about. It's been December 2019. Uh, since we saw one of these trilateral meetings take place uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, of course, but also because of that uh, slip in relations between Japan and South Korea. The fact they really hit rock bottom a few years ago derailed uh, all of these trilateral meetings. Uh, Mostly that issue has been fixed and now they're really hoping to get that trilateral leaders summit back in place. France and Germany have welcomed China's decision to add their countries to the visa-exempt list. French Foreign Minister Catherine Colonna described it as excellent news during her meeting in Beijing with Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi. German Ambassador to China Patricia Flohr said it will facilitate travel to China for many German citizens to an unprecedented extent. The 135th Mekong River Joint Patrol has concluded. The Joint Patrol covered over 600 kilometers of waterway. Seven vessels and 176 law enforcement officers from China, Laos, Myanmar, and Thailand participated in the patrol. The Mekong River, also known as the Lansang River in China, is an important waterway for cross-border transportation. 
Media reports say at least nine people have died after a huge fire ripped through a shopping mall in the Pakistani port city of Karachi. More than 50 people trapped inside the mall have reportedly been rescued. The incumbent president of Madagascar has won the presidential election by garnering more than 50% of the votes. The country's independent National Electoral Commission says Andrew Rogelina obtained over 2.8 million votes, or nearly 59% of the votes. People in southwest Iceland are still on alert for a volcanic eruption. However, the risk is considered lower after a drop in seismic activity. The town of Grandavik was evacuated a week ago as magma rumbled and snaked under the earth amid thousands of tremors. And that's the news. I'm Tian Yu.